0: There we go. We got it. After myriad technical difficulties, we are here. Uh welcome to oh, the Fun should Box. Should we live? Oh, yeah, we are. Welcome to the Fun Box Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. Hey. Uh and it it finally happened. We ran out of terrible movies and now We watched every
1: single one. We
0: watched every bad horror except movie
1: except Gigli. I just couldn't talk him
0: into it. <laughs> ever Made. And so now we have to do an awesome movie. Oh uh, shucks. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do this just because this is one of the most confusing movies I've ever seen and I love it to death but I never understood what was going on in the movie before and what's and I was like, you know, because I don't tend to pay really close attention to these types of movies, especially ones that I've seen over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um so doing the doing the podcast, I get to do the thing where I take the notes and I actually pay really close attention to what's going on in the scenes and crazy as it sounds I feel like I kind of have a grasp on Phantasm.
1: Oh, oh is that what we're talking about? Because <laughs> we, we we haven't mentioned that yet.
0: Well it is Phantasm. It is
1: Phantasm which is fantastic.
0: Fantastic but very confusing. Oh yeah. Like it's an incredibly It's one of, it's one of those movie.
1: things of where its uniqueness I feel makes up for it. Like I love Absolutely. this movie. I'm not gonna I mean I feel like I have a
0: semi In 1979? Yeah. What a mind-blowing. You think about the type of horror movie that was coming out in 1979 and then phantasm shows up yeah that's <laughs> mind-blowing Yep, mind-blowing
1: now i feel like i have like no let's let's not take into consideration any of the sequels whatsoever right now mm. just fact just no, focus on all. this guy so it's like i kind of feel like i have a gist of the storyline but then yeah. it totally pulls a rug out from you at the end
0: it does with and the dream sequence or is it, is it a dream
1: sequence or is it like i mean but not, like not I mean... to
0: cut to the end but i mean it, it's impossible to count any of this as having happened except for the last three minutes of the movie like because it was a dream he literally wakes up from a dream that was all of this and the, another person was dead it wasn't the person that he thought it was yeah and it, it's that, uh, there's only one way to read it, and that's that the entire thing was a dream.
1: But that's so dumb. It,
0: I'm I and mean it when, you, when you think about how weird the rest of the movie is, yeah, it's hard to I mean, what what we're trying to do is make sense of something that I think at the time, He was piecing this thing together with a shoestring budget and he's like trying to get all of this stuff put together and he's not thinking that hard about it. He's like, these scenes are going to be amazing together. Listen to this crazy plot that's kind of, you know.
1: Apparently, from what I read, the original cut was three hours long. (laughs) That is
0: what I've heard as well. (laughs) With
1: a a lot more character development and drama aspects. I thought you were going to say boobs. Oh, no, I wasn't.
0: No. That's why true. was there more that's boobs? True. No, I don't know.
1: Okay, <laughs> I. Died. Yeah. Maybe it explains why that um woman Myrtle shows up for one line and Which,
0: oh I don't who's why,
1: that that lady in the house that scares Reggie that says like oh she's like oh you boys are finally <laughs> back home and she like that's all we ever see yeah. Ever.
0: I mean, she probably had a big story arc,
1: and like, I just know her name's Myrtle because I was watching it with subtitles, and they they said that there. Myrtle, or, or maybe she calls him. I can't calls her that. I can't recall, but like, yeah, who is she? Where did she come from?
0: <laughs> oh boy! But it's
1: like it's such a throwaway. She's on screen for all of like ten seconds, and we never get introduced or anything. And then she just yep, nope, never that's see her. Super again. weird. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if that's like a bigger thing in the yeah in the original, but it seems like a weird thing to even leave in whatsoever
0: it does i mean i again the way that this movie was made it's shocking that they managed to pull it together at all considering it's self-funded like this is like this is evil dead pre-evil dead yeah it's it, it's just it's a miracle they I only think. shot on
1: weekends i guess because he rented everything and, and if he rented it on a friday he'd pay for one day <laughs> but wouldn't have to bring it back to monday when yes. they reopened so it was just like yeah that's
0: smart yeah no he he did (laughs) he did he did good work i mean he certainly came from money and he had family help and all that but but still still and all the the actual end result again is just compared to any other movie made in this fashion it is just beautiful Mm -hmm. all right and one of the most beautiful things let's start it off soundtrack oh god this soundtrack is awesome uh, just one of the one of the best and one of the more influential soundtracks mm-hmm. like it really it really kicked off that 80s Italian horror movie soundtrack thing just just perfect Um, but we start off we get the uh, we get you classic teens boffin in a graveyard scene just like you always <laughs> <laughs> yep he's got horrible facial hair she's got horrible <laughs> 70s eye makeup they are great they're a great team um <laughs> She's got the the one yeah, titty like, flying it looks, free. It looks
1: like the gross movie you find oh. under, under your dad's couch. Oh, it's, it's and you're that, just like, yeah, what else am I going to watch? <laughs> it's
0: that it's that porno movie where you're like, exactly. oh, no. I that's... don't like
1: this, but I want to watch a porno movie. Yeah, man. <laughs> back, yeah. in, back in the day before Choices.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, she's got a dagger in one hand, uh titty in the other hand, and <laughs> damn, dead. Sounds like song lyrics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got a dagger in my hand, a titty in the other.
0: You know, maybe... <laughs> there it is. Buffin' it's-
1: in the graveyard. <laughs> Gonna stab my brother!
0: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> speaking of speaking of crazy things about this movie, and it being a crazy dream, one of the funniest parts, to me, of the the whole phantasm thing is the fact that by the end, we realize that every single time this lady has seduced someone, it's Angus Scrim who's boffin' these young dudes. Oh, yeah. So, so Angus Scrim is going out in the body of a woman, dressed up to bring dudes back to a graveyard, and not just kill them first. He makes sure Sucks that he him. fucks them first.
1: And he kind of seduces uh,
0: the young un near the end, too. Does he? Yeah. Like oh, my... I mean, he kind of does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Little... Uh, who knows how far that would go on. <laughs> They just stopped it. <laughs> they knew that was a bad call. Three hour cut. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but super weird. Um, so she stabs him. We cut back to the interior of this creepy house and we're outside of Morningside Cemetery. We meet uh, Jody and Reg, who are, mor- who are mourning Tommy, who is the guy with the terrible facial hair, who they say killed himself. But we know he was sexed to death by Angus Scrim. Yep. Uh he was jo- sex stabbed. <laughs> Jody goes into the mausoleum and we get the first glimpse of this mausoleum. And I got to say, uh, so I watched this in the fancy 4K Restore. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the worst victims of the 4K Restore for me is this place. Is this set. Yeah. Because I remember watching this on VHS and being like, where did they find a place that was all marble like this? Yeah. And then I watched it on this, and I'm like, "Oh, they went to the supermarket and bought that sticky stuff that goes over <laughs> your cabinet." Yep, <laughs> just taped it everywhere. I also, it, I also watched. It looks terrible. I in also 4K. watched the
1: remastered for this, and I've watched this so many times on tape, and I, I had a similar complaint with oh. the um, the coffin lifting scene. The yeah, co- the coffin looked way. You could see like. I remember it always being a great visual because it looks so legit. And then when you watch it all, it's like, oh, wait, that's a fake
0: coffin. (laughs) I mean, you just, again, when you're 4K restoring a horror movie, it's always going to suffer this kind of thing. It's just, it wasn't meant to be scrutinized that deeply. Yeah. You know, effects artists of the time were playing with the limitations that they had. They knew that it was going to give them some leeway, so they chose to do it that way. Mm And it's like, they could never know that 30, 40 years in the future, someone was going to be like, I've got a magic computer that can smooth this all out yeah. and make it look like you're sitting in the same room. They're just like, this people. is going
1: to look dope on the drive-in screen. Exactly. Or, or I mean, I'm sorry, this is going to look far out on the drive-in screen.
0: <laughs> it sure will look far out, kids. Groovy. Um, okay, so Jody hears a noise, and uh, he's like, wow, this sounds interesting, uh, but we know that it's one of the weird little little Jawa guys, goobers. I call them goobers. Sure, it's one of them. One of them little goobers. <laughs> so instead of being creeped out, he's just kind of interested and he follows the sound. Uh, we cut to the little redheaded kid who we later find out is his younger brother Mike, uh, and he's riding his dirt bike through a graveyard like a total douchebag. I was like, again, this this kind of felt like another part of a dream where like would anybody do this in real life i
1: never thought of that imagine going to a funeral and there's just some kid just ee, some ee, kid ee. Like...
0: <laughs> i would throw a stick through his <laughs> spokes and send him flying uh but look at that tombstone let's <laughs> launch it <laughs> i'm just going to do donuts around the tomb of the unknown soldier <laughs> oh, god dick um but uh, he's seeing weird little jowl-looking guys, and they're running behind tombstones and hiding from him. And so that's disturbing. Uh, and uh, so we go back into Jody, and we get our first glimpse of Angus Scrim, the tall man, uh, who puts his hand on, on Jody's shoulder and says, The funeral is about to begin, <laughs> sir! And it's
1: not even like a... It's scary! It is! But it's like... Damn, he's just telling him, like, shit's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Would you, like
0: some tea yeah it's
1: kind of like that he's it's kind fucking of creepy it's kind of like when you get shocked at the hand on your shoulder like, it's like the spooky yeah, yeah. part then you're like oh shoot it's just a funeral director but now it's just like ah shit that's a creepy funeral director i mean it,
0: exactly it works I
1: th- it works at that, that level I, like. I think it would yep.
0: have been a, a nice two-part if you were there i think you'd just be like ah, oh somebody oh it's just you. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> exactly angus Scrim is legitimately the best mm-hmm. like he is He's the greatest horror movie villain in the way that he's just him. It's yeah. just him. and he's not it's not like Rondo Hatton where he had something happen. Rondo Hatton was he was the brute man. He was like several he was the only universal monster to not have makeup. okay essentially he was he had something terrible happen to his face in World War One and he oh. had reconstruction. And Universal used him as a Universal monster. Obviously, a terrible thing in <laughs> retrospect. But he was an awesome dude, and he got a lot of money out of it, and you know, lived a pretty decent life. So whatever. He's got to
1: work with what you got. Yeah,
0: he seemed to be cool with it. So it was. It's one of those things. But he, uh, but he has he had a weird face. Yep. Angus Scrim for you know for all intents and purposes handsome dude decent looking man yep. not terrifying in real life Yep. like when he's just walking around on the street it's like oh hey it's a tall guy <laughs> it's not the tall man um but he's yeah but he's very good in this role uh okay so while jody and reggie are attending the funeral uh little brother mike is watching from the bushes with binoculars because he's not allowed to go to the funeral.
1: This part never made any sense I, to me.
0: Yeah, it's. Just, but I'm, again,
1: it makes sense if this is a dream, yeah. which also doesn't make sense. Because that's yeah. one of the, that's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, my brother's taking care of me, and he's going to a funeral, and it's somebody I know, and I'm 13, but for some reason I wasn't allowed to go. Well, like, I mean, they do.
0: That, say, they say previous to this that uh, there was some little little weird, like no prize kind of drop there, where they're like, oh. You remember what happened last time. He really freaked out at, oh, yeah. like, well, that's at his mom's parents. funeral or something. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. He was like all emotional or whatever. We can't let him go to funerals. Yeah. He was like crying and shit when both his parents died at 13. <laughs> Ugh, what a baby. Wuss.
1: <laughs> Wuss alert. Imagine what he's going to do when this guy that he barely even knows died. Jeez. Yeah. I...
0: <laughs> Again, dream? Yeah. Maybe
1: I just wish there was a better explanation.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure, we can keep
1: saying that until death. Right.
0: (laughs) Uh, So everyone leaves, and uh, and we've still got uh, the little kid watching through the uh, through the bushes, and he sees the tall man hoist what would be a five hundred pound coffin into the back of a hearse with very little effort. I've
1: just always this has just always been my favorite part. of It's so good. Is that visual? I love it
0: that one's great i mean the the dream scene where he wakes up in the in the cemetery yep i think that's that's still that moment is still just from
1: like, i still remember the first time i my, my dad introduced this movie to me when i was like i don't know maybe 12 i think
0: and that was like the one visual
1: from it like obviously i love the the flying spheres too yeah yeah but like that one scene with that guy lifting the coffin by himself has always stuck with me yeah like, ever since that first time i saw this
0: it's so, a good one yep uh yeah yeah and, and so, Michael
1: mouthing what the fuck is so great. Like, just everything about that scene's perfect. It's so good.
0: Uh, okay, so every uh, so we uh, we get him walking home because his dirt bike crapped out in the cemetery?
1: The tall man psychically made him fall, remember? Was that... He was driving, and then he looked at him, and, he, and it went, and he was like, whoa! Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Maybe that was... I feel like that was later, maybe not. He was like, no dirt bikes in the cemetery, sir! <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a it's a reasonable request, man. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it doesn't feel like that's asking too no. much. But should so, <laughs> I bring my three wheeler? <laughs> yes, that's permitted. That's, that's okay <laughs>
1: because it's a death trap. I'll, I'll make you a little goober.
0: <laughs> gives us more business. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of things that fit into the dream, he's like. Well, got to walk home. Might as well stop by (laughs) the local palmistry shop. (laughs) And so he does. He goes and visits the local psychic. Psychic uh, that
1: actually does magic. uh, That makes boxes appear out of thin air. (laughs) She
0: rips off Dune. Um, But yeah, okay. So that is so bizarre. But again, it, it reeks of being a young kid who reads science fiction and then makes a movie. You know, like it's it's hard to, you know, like this is his, um, not his first thing, but I mean, it's his first real horror movie attempt. He made that yeah. other weird baseball movie or whatever it was. Yeah. But yeah. Kenny and Company was
1: cool. I saw that. Was one. it?
0: That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Wasn't that a baseball movie? Yeah, I think so. It had some Halloween horror. elements too. It wasn't. Oh. It wasn't a horror by any means. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. But this was his first real big swing. I yeah. think. Uh. So. He goes in, and he's like, just because they wanted to add a hot teenage girl to the equation, instead of just being like, let's talk to Grandma. We could have just gone straight to Grandma, but instead, like, a hot teenage girl meets him at the door and is like, Grandma's excited to talk to you, (laughs) and so leads him in. He talks to, she speaks for Grandma yep, instead of Grandma speaking. Uh, Apparently, they're old friends. Like, he goes and visits this psychic lady, like, on the regular because uh, some people
1: get addicted to that shit
0: but <laughs> but he never pays her like they like they hang out like they're buddies yep very strange They like, put it on my tab <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I love that grandma looks like she's got a clove stuck in her forehead yes <laughs> I guess it's probably a tattoo or yeah, a, like
1: a prison tat
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes she was grandma
1: <laughs> seen some shit dude
0: she was a member of a grandma gang that <laughs> that's how she wound up in the wheelchair it was gang fighting um okay so she uh she tells him that jody is leaving again uh which then cuts straight to the hot muscle car pulling up into the driveway jody needs mike to fix it yeah like mike can fix the car and jody doesn't know what the fuck is going on with it uh i mean he's a 13 year old kid (laughs)
1: Case in point, my brother's seven years younger than me, and he's fixing my car right now, and I don't know what the fuck to do.
0: Good point. All right. (laughs) Uh, Point taken. So, uh, Also, he doesn't really understand how sound baffling works either, because he's just like, (laughs) Mike's underneath the car fixing it, and him and his friend are out front, and they're like, well, you know, I don't want to tell the dumb little kid who's underneath the car right now, but uh, he's kind of a piece of shit. and Whatever it is, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm just sending it off to his aunt. I'm gonna send I'm him. He's gonna
1: drive off and I don't know, fuck around.
0: Yeah, but
1: uh, and then we get that awkward shot of him on the bicycle. That <laughs> that makes like, me laugh every time same I watch here. this like, movie. It, 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 it's only <laughs> awkward because he's still wearing his leather jacket.
0: Like, who goes for a leather jacket bike ride? Like, it's he's not even like. He just looks so uncomfortable yeah, on yeah, whatever yeah. like whatever bicycle they had yep. didn't fit him properly. Like he looks like it reminds me of uh of Thanos riding the little girl's bike in Goonies. <laughs> um that's what it reminds me of. But uh yeah, he looks <laughs> he looks very dorky. But I will say that this whole thing, uh, where they get rid of the parents, mm-hmm. the whole plot line where basically the parents died earlier. Yep. And so now it's only it's a teenager and another teenager in the house. To me, that is like
1: No, Jody's like twenty five.
0: But please. He's
1: come like on. twenty-five. But I, please. I did the math
0: when you saw his Sh- gravestone after the dream. Sure, but he's an idiot. <laughs> like he's he behaves like a teenager. He's just like, I got a hot muscle car, I'm gonna play guitar all day and you know yeah. I don't really have a job to speak of and whatever. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just kind of a dingus. He's, yeah. a, he's a well-meaning dingus, but he doesn't behave like an adult. Okay, say. I'll give him that. Yeah, um, and so for all intents and purposes, it feels like like that moment when you're at a sleepover or something, or you have a had a babysitter when you were a kid or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like this person isn't really an adult. You know, like th- they're not a full blown adult, and anything could happen here. Yeah, like there's something off, and it's like it leads. It gives you still more of that that dreamlike quality and that weirdness that's going on already, and I I think it bakes that in a lot more, and I like that a lot. Um. So, let's see, where are we at? Uh, oh yeah, we're still in Jody's speech. That was the <laughs> we do the funny that funny thing, and then uh, we go back to the psychic, and but Grandma's like, hey, don't worry, if Jody leaves. He's gonna take you with him.
1: Yeah, despite what he just just said.
0: <laughs> despite <laughs> what he just said, and I mean, it's <laughs> grandma knows best. Yeah, but i I think I think what we're supposed to imply from that is that grandma's not speaking about leaving town. She's speaking about shuffling off this mortal coil. Oh, I never. If he goes, he's taking you with him. <laughs> when I hear that phrase, if I go, I'm taking you with yeah. me. If I said that to somebody, I'd be like, oh, uh, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go get a restraining order. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Mike tells her about the, uh, Mike tells grandma about the tall man hoisting the coffin. And that's it. She doesn't say anything. And he just takes off on his dirt bike. And this is where the, that's where the tall man flips him for some reason. Oh, it's this part. I think he's... like, maybe he's flashing back to it there. I don't know. It's there's a lot of confusion. Um, okay, yeah, and so,
1: you and you wonder if like the grandmother would have like later on when in the antique store where we see the tall man in the photo, like he's been around forever. Yeah, like you you would feel like the grandma would know something here. Like,
0: she absolutely is set up to be the person who knows everything and is going to tell us who, the, yep. who this man is. And she's
1: like, eh, no. <laughs> she Time for my nap.
0: <laughs> i have some i have some random information about what your brother might do yeah uh and that's about it as to the alien uh ultra d- extra dimensional monster that's crushing people and sending them off to another planet <laughs> man don't know much about that my psychic abilities suck um so this is where we get the weird dune ripoff where she literally quotes Dune, and they do the whole Dune, fear is the mind killer, stick the hand in the box, and... Now, is this bef- after Dune, or before? This is after Dune. This is after, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dune was...
1: I never saw D- Dune, so I don't know. I, oh, didn't, I well, didn't know this was a rip-off until I was watching a commentary, like a review on this movie, and somebody mentioned that, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's... I mean, it's... Dune was based on a book, and, well... Yeah not really a book. It was in magazines and then combined into a book, whatever. Uh, but it, yes, do uh, Dune was first. And the, the whole thing was, he says, fear is the mind. Uh, she says, fear is the mind killer. And he sticks his hand in the box and then he's the Moad deep and blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit? Um, not me. Mm-mm. You sure don't. <laughs> uh, so, yep. This is another part of this that felt like an outtake that they just recorded. Mike takes off here, like, after he's done the whole Dune thing. Yeah. And then the grandma starts laughing, and the granddaughter's like, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Fucking idiot. (laughs) What? Why are they laughing? Because it's a joke, because they're fucking with him, because they don't know anything, because... Dream. Because it's a dream. I mean, (laughs) it's... There it is. So, uh, anyway... Reggie pulls up in his ice cream truck. Reggie
1: rules.
0: (laughs) Yes. And we get the, you know, the big cliched part of every single horror movie where your two lead characters get together and jam out on a folk rock song on the the porch (laughs) for five full minutes of screen time. Typical. I
1: love that. Uh, what's his nuts? Reggie doesn't tune whatsoever. He just pulls that guitar out that's been riding in the sidecar of his ice cream truck all day, <laughs> bouncing around. It just—it's fine.
0: That's his yeah. excuse for how that solo sounded out oh, of tune. That's—that's go. that's a good excuse. Yeah. Oh man! Sorry, if my was...
1: guitar's been bouncing around. <laughs> my, my fingers are all cold from serving chocolatey Claire pops all day. Yeah, if
0: this had—if this had been in tune, this would have been a ripping solo <laughs> that I put on there. Uh, so, I liked it. It was fine. It was just fine. Uh, Later on, when he plays the guitar and they play the soundtrack over it, and it's just like dissonant as hell. Whew, that's rough. Uh, Okay, so this is the moment where he's like, "Oh boy, I got a tune." He pulls out a tuning fork, hits it on his on his guitar, and we focus in closely. This is very significant. Reggie stops it with his hand. Yeah. Hmm. This means something. It's going to come up later. It is. And it does absolutely pay off. Um, so.
1: I want to get a tuning fork. I've never played with one. It looks fun. For a couple minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I just want to kind of hit it. And make it go boom.
0: I did kind of think, like... You would kind of assume that this would be a moment where he would kill somebody with the tuning fork or where something would vibrate and Angus Grim's head would explode or something, yeah. but I guess not. Actually, doesn't something like that happen in a later movie? There actually might be something that happens with that. You
1: know, I honestly have only... Se- I have not seen Ravager, and I've only seen two, three, and four, I think once each. Well, two way, is... Way, way back in the, in the 2000s. Two like,
0: is, like, one of the best horror movies ever. Yeah. Two is such a, like... I, Such I, a pile of 80s nonsense.
1: Like, I, I, around, around like 2000 or so, I rented all of them and did like a big marathon day. And that's like the last time. Yeah. I've seen the first one a hundred times. And, uh, but yeah, I've just never revisited the, the sequels. I, I want to say I've only seen each one once. I remember Oof, liking them, but like, yeah. I have not checked them out in like 20 years yet.
0: Part two is the.
1: Part two has a different Michael, right? And then he comes yes. back?
0: Yep, he comes back. Okay. Uh, part two is the, like, the the aliens it's like the the really big it's like the dream warriors it's this like really over budgeted lots of big effects lots of really big gore effects and lots of craziness yeah i've got them all at home so many shot like the shotgun with four barrels i remember that that nonsense uh it's so good it's so good they have a like a commando suit up montage in it (laughs) (laughs) great maybe i'll pop that in tonight you should it's it's a treat um okay so, who is this woman that's walking into the mausoleum? There seems to be, like, a teenage girl Isn't walking. that the girl from the grandma's house? I couldn't tell. She didn't have the star on her face, so maybe oh. they just draw the star on her face when she's there? I don't know. I, I mean,
1: that's who I, I thought it was, but now That's that
0: kind of what I thought, too. But also- But the, why?
1: Also, at the end, Reggie mentions that he saved a bunch of girls that he never saw before, too, so it could have been just
0: girl- no he saves the girls from the car no then he then he
1: he mentions that he saved the girls from the car
0: and then some other girls that he'd never seen before yeah that's
1: right and they went running into the field like scared rabbits that was
0: the weirdest sentence I could not figure out
1: yeah I saved a bunch of people and they ran away like cowards because they were locked (laughs) in this fucking funeral home by a scary creepy guy fucking wimps oh my god
0: yeah everybody's pretty judgmental of people's reaction to horrific supernatural right. circumstances uh yeah that's <laughs> pretty pretty fucking judgy
1: i got attacked by these little goobers and they all got scared i got attacked by them i just hid out in a casket for a while uh I'm like yeah. a real man
0: it's so crazy that they get away with these things because they are jawas and we are talking like the goobers <laughs> They're, I feel I mean, bad for
1: Gus Carelli though, because from what I hear, like, he came up with these designs of these things before right. Star Wars, but yes, Star Wars came out first, and it's then like, it's like, and then,
0: but I a, mean, you're talking 79, and he's shooting this thing on weekends, there's no way in hell that he was inspired by yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But everybody's like, gonna say it.
0: Everyone says it, but there's no way. I mean, he was. But then he's like, "Oh yeah, like he didn't write. Bo- like
1: he didn't rip off Star Wars. He just ripped off Dune five minutes ago." I like, mean, <laughs> it's like it doesn't look good when you like look at it like that. You're <laughs> like, "Oh man."
0: Good point. <laughs> um. Okay, so we don't know who this girl is, but whatever. She screams, and we cut away. Doesn't matter. Jody hits up the <laughs> local. It doesn't at matter at all. <laughs> Jody hits up the local bar. He chats up a local hottie while mike watches through the window because he's establishing himself to be a pest uh, a
1: shadow slightly like when your cat won't leave you the fuck alone
0: slightly more disturbing than a pest potentially a uh uh, let's just say a voyeur but maybe not maybe things are getting out of hand i don't know It, it seems to point to some some not great behavior but whatever he's um he finds some, some lady at a bar, and he's like, hey, blah, 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 let's go. Speak some words, and uh, we know what's going to okay, happen.
1: More graveyard.
0: He's going to go take her to the cemetery.
1: Everybody's boffing in this graveyard.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, it's her idea. I oh, mean yeah. I mean, Angus's idea. <laughs> it's Angus's idea when he's picking up dudes. He's like, come on, back to my cemetery.
1: Man, it's so weird to think about it like that. I'll show
0: you my boob. <laughs> <laughs> Angus is like, I'm only going to show you one, because this is my good one. <laughs> I just like the way that the light hits it on this side. Um, so, they make out for a while. Uh, Angus takes out his amazing rack, and uh, both Mike and Jody are impressed. Yeah. Uh, but then, a
1: goober <laughs> runs up to Mike... <laughs> Leading to a hilarious scene where Mike just tears ass screaming across the cemetery and Jody looks up with panties in his teeth. It's, what the hell?
0: Yeah, it's like, it was like a scene that was missing from screwballs or yeah, pork exactly. or something.
1: He keeps his panties in too for a while when he starts dressing and it like, it made me wish that he just kept them in the whole scene and like talked through his teeth. Like, Mike, what are you doing? He, like, I never mean, dropped them. <laughs> I never referenced them either. <laughs> well,
0: okay, so what about. What about the fact that those are Angus Scrim's panties that he took? So Angus Scrim's now running around with no underwear, number one. <laughs> and number two, what happens when he changes back? Does it change into whatever Angus Scrim wears for underwear? Does he change his clothes? clothes
1: change? Is, he, is his clothes shapeshifters?
0: Yeah, of course they are. Oh, I mean, it'd be so much better if he changed into like <laughs> He's <laughs> like wearing a lavender dress. There's like a cut scene where <laughs> Angus Scrim's like squeezing into a tube top, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, god!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Kathy cartoon with Angus Scrim. Yeah. <laughs> I really need to lay off the Ben and Jerry's <laughs> yeah. and figure out a new way to get people. <laughs> <laughs> uh man <laughs> how
1: long has he been doing this like uh switcheroo i
0: don't know Did we see that he's been alive forever it's so strange was he
1: was he magic giving himself up those big victorian poof dresses back yeah in the day i too? mean he must yeah. have been it's, he like watches like uh goes out walks around town and to get those new
0: styles i mean it's very it's strangely uh it's ask oh yeah as well like the the moving photos and all that stuff it's very has kind of an it feel to it um okay so would it not have been better if like he took those panties he stuffs them in his pocket and then he's like going to brag to somebody about like this girl she came out, and I was like, I wanted to, you know, make an out with her. And I, this is how far I got. Reaches into his pocket, and it's like worms or something. Like, oh, no, it's dudes. It's, it's Angus's underwear. <laughs> it's just a pair of a pair of whitey tighties, yeah. <laughs> also also good. Um, okay. With yellow goop skid marks. So, well, of course, because he's full of... <laughs> is he full of embalming fluid, or is he full of... It's alien goop. Okay. He's that's, cool.
1: how I, that's how I was...
0: I mean, because in part two, there's just this big needle full of pudding that somebody sticks into him. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Okay, but no part twos in this okay, one. Okay,
0: we won't talk about part two. So I've always thought it was alien. I think it probably It's alien blood. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jody heads back to the cemetery, and it's all spooky-ooky. Uh, the lady that he was making out with is missing, so he just walks home. Damn it, Mike you know, me and Angus had something there and back at home, Mike is having the most beautiful stage nightmare where his like, his bed is in the middle of the cemetery. Angus is standing over him, holding the two weird handles. There's a ball in the middle. It's like, and then zombie hands come out and grab him. Oh, I wake up just love it. Oh, so good. That is such a great scene. Um, so Mike wanders the streets of the town, sucking on a lollipop the next day, just like kicking stuff and being like a tough little kid. Uh, and uh, he sees Reggie getting ice cream out of the back of a truck in slow motion. The thing's generating an unbelievable amount of steam. Whoa. Why is all of this cold billowing out of the back? Well, it's just but, a
1: really hot day. That's exactly. Like a, I think It would
0: happen. And then the tall man walks past and he feels the cold Does and he's he just like he
1: like it I love the cold so you think much. he likes it
0: yes or he hates it
1: I think damn. he likes it I think if he hated it he would keep walking by it wouldn't be like oh, I'm gonna a, stay here and soak this in he's from a
0: planet that's like a trillion <clears throat> degrees and you have to crush people down to half their size in order for them to survive the heat and gravity so i don't know Well,
1: that's just what mike says but who the fuck knows if he's right or not
0: good point this
1: kid like solved like the whole (laughs) mysteries of an alien race but by by just looking at something for five seconds
0: it's true that part's always bugged me yeah good point um jody has a heart to heart with a bartender and he's like hey that girl ever come back in here (laughs) she didn't uh mike's at home working under the cuda And he sees little Jawa feet running around. The car starts to shake on the jack. And, you know, he's a little dude, so he doesn't get crushed when the car falls on him. But it's uncomfortable. But he's also like, he sees what's happening. He realizes that the car is going to fall. Yeah. And he's not like, I'm going to get the fuck out.
1: Well, what's he going to do? Get out and get killed by the goobers?
0: Yes. What's happening outside?
1: That's Portland. People can't go 10 minutes without calling an ambulance here.
0: No, everyone's very excited outside. They're cheering.
1: People don't go ten minutes without cheering for
0: ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> you might make it. Um, okay, sure. I love it. Um, okay, so he finally gets out. He's like mostly crushed by the the CUDA, but it doesn't doesn't kill him. Nope. He gets out, and he's about to smack one of those little dudes and he smacks jody in the foot with his hammer (laughs) oh ow dude why'd you do that everything's cool out here there are no little weird monsters (laughs) he's like dude they're totally weird monsters you don't believe me Ah." (laughs) and (laughs) uh, that was exactly how it went down um so mike goes back to his bedroom and has a little mini commando suit up montage and It's essentially him putting a knife in his boot and putting a crucifix in his pocket, but whatever. He runs to the cemetery because it's a movie and people do shit like that in movies. Um, And he breaks into the basement because, same, he smashes a window and goes into the basement of the place Brave kid, murderous guy who can hoist 500 pounds with one arm. Um, A styrofoam head with a wig falls on him in the dark in the basement of a cemetery. That he knows is populated by horrific monsters. And he has no reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Um, he's it, Something has it happened was, to him. It was he's ori- gotten tough.
1: It was originally supposed to be a cat. A dumbass cat scare.
0: <laughs> I'm glad it was But
1: they couldn't find a cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Of course. Seriously. Couldn't find a cat. That's so weird. Uh, Mike heads to the coffin showroom, and and we're introduced to some new like
1: this. This schlub's always bothered me too because he doesn't he doesn't look like a funeral home employee. <laughs> he, he, he looks, looks like looks the like...
0: guy that lives next door in Home Improvement. Yeah,
1: he looks like that weird dude that you never see the face of in Home he Improvement. Looks, he looks like a dude just like getting girl drink drunk, sitting by himself at Hooters. <laughs>
0: He's wearing a fishing hat. I it always yeah. bothered me that they put him in a fishing hat.
1: He just doesn't look like anybody that would be associated with Tall Man or that funeral. Home. Yeah. Like, why isn't he wearing a suit too, like Tall Guy? Like or yeah, or like a, or like an apron, like an assistant's apron. He looks like such a schlub. Like it's like, so he, out of place.
0: And he's got like really weird, like new wave makeup on. Yeah. Oh, dream yeah I mean again dream
1: but this guy's so out of place
0: he's still it's <laughs> still weird um, okay uh, what happens here uh, this is where oh, we, uh, Mike follows the crazy noises and nearly gets killed by a sentinel
1: yep that famous flying ball yep spiky balls spiky yep. sphere so
0: he's he's walking down the hall he hears one of them coming at him and he drops to the floor and it flies over his I love
1: head. the sound of it, too.
0: Great. He gets up, and the guy in the bucket hat is, <laughs> like, you know, he's mad that he missed a fish concert just to <laughs> stand around helping out here, and so he grabs Mike in a chokehold, and he's like, you, get,
1: it, It's okay he missed a fish show, because he's still gonna have a pretty heady experience. <laughs> oh, oh, dude!
0: <laughs> oh, there he is. Um. Uh, so, yeah, he, he holds him, but mike gets away just in the nick of time the the sentinel puts out its little forks they stick into the guy is that head. what it's called officially is it i think sentinel it's a sentinel i think that's I've I always think, just
1: called it a spiky sphere
0: i mean it's a, it's a little ball whatever it's a phantasm ball this <laughs> yeah. the, the, the sentinel phantasm. might actually be a specific ball i might be wrong okay i but i know that one of the balls is referred to as a sentinel by okay. somebody um, Either way, it's a cool, it's such a cool visual. It's <laughs> such an iconic yep. monster. I mean, I guess it's like, I guess it's like Freddy's claws. I guess it would be like a, a yeah. weapon.
1: Yeah, it's 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 definitely iconic for the series. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just wondering whether you would call it a character or a weapon, but I think it's a weapon. Because I guess it's probably controlled psychically by the, the tall man maybe I, yeah if maybe
1: the brakes are really bad on it because i don't think the tall man would take out the fish head if like
0: good point <laughs> good point um
1: tall man seems like better than
0: that yes he does uh, this is such a weird weird thing i love uh, it was so also in 4k this is considerably less gross Yeah. it was i remember this being so disgusting at the time oh like, yeah Back in the day, just the idea of it drilling through his head—it sticks in with the forks. A drill comes out of the front, it bores into his head, and then just sucks the blood out of his body and (laughs) sprays it like a fountain. Weird and horrifying, and again, very dreamlike. Like it's—it's such an odd thing to happen, Mm -hmm. and again, makes it that much scarier that you're just like, why would like. Anything is possible if this shit's going on. Yep. So, uh, he's dead. Was he peeing himself, or was that more embalming fluid? I think
1: stuff? he was peeing himself. Like he's dead, and like <laughs> Super you, gross. It's weird. weird. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, usually you pee if you die. As facts.
0: You pee usually, if you die.
1: Usually, most movies ignore that though. <laughs> yep. This one's like no. Hear me out. What if we make the dude
0: pee? we got to make sure that he pees. This is really important. Really important to me and my vision. Which is
1: something I never actually noticed before, watching it on tape. Because things, yeah. things get blown out like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I never noticed the pee-pee before watching it for this. Yeah,
0: it's the 4K really, really brings out the brings, pee. Really brings out that urine. <laughs> urine for a treat if you watch it in
1: 4K. Boo. <laughs> oh, shit, I got jokes tonight. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, Don't boo me. that was gold. okay. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. I know it wasn't. That last one. Uh, okay, so um, tall, man, tall man, tall chases Mike. Mike, tall, gets... this
1: I love the shot of tall man chasing him too. I love the standoff where they just keep walking a little closer so to each fair. other. Then Mike books it and just like fucking hey man.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. It easily could have looked incredibly goofy for scrim to run. Because but he's didn't. so tall, it looked so good. He could have looked like a total goofus, and he looks intimidating as hell. Yep, he looks like it looks like a linebacker when he's yeah. going for him. Like the dude has a great presence. Yep, and so he, you know, never a moment that you're like, oh, that looked dumb. and was like, oh, he's he looks like he wants to murder that child, <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes for it. But Mike gets through the door in time, slams the tall man's hand in the door cuts off some of his fingers and they wriggle around on the floor in a pile of yellow goo. And he's like, I'm going to get a souvenir. You know what? <laughs> I want one of these. Smartly, because he knows that this no will way would believe him instantly yeah. convince Jody, which that scene is great. Yeah. The moment that he's like, here, look at this. And Jody goes, okay, I, I believe, believe you. you. Yep. <laughs> well, if that thing exists, then everything you've said so far straight is straight up.
1: Yeah, you can't not. I mean, I'm sure. There's a logical explanation for a finger that's still twitching around alive in a puddle of yellow goo.
0: Yeah, I I would have assumed that maybe it was, he's
1: from Alaska.
0: That, perfect. There it is. <laughs> um, okay. There was no joke. It just didn't make sense. Because <laughs> it's like like that. It's like a, like a, dream. a dream. Perfect. <laughs> um,
1: oh, those yellow goopy Alaskans.
0: Yes. Mike runs down the street, back to the house. He falls asleep on the carpeted seventy stairs with a shotgun and.
1: It happens to the best of us.
0: And a very active severed finger of the tall man <laughs> in a little wooden box, and the box is just rocking back and yeah. forth. Uh I don't know why, but it just is. Uh, Jody finds him on that the stairs. Finger's a wiggling. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's clearly being puppeted because it's yeah. like bouncing back and forth. <laughs> it's way too active for yeah. that. Um,
1: it's because it's turning into the oh wait no we haven't opened it yet
0: no we haven't opened we we need to open Oh, it because dream yes jody finds him on the stairs and then takes all of the bullets out of the shotgun cause <laughs> i like that
1: because he's responsible
0: that's that's responsible gun ownership put the gun where the child can find it and then unload it mm-hmm. perfect uh next day they have a palaver on the front porch mike says uh i did all this crazy shit And he's like, "Listen to this insane story." And Jody's like, "That's an insane story. You're an insane person. We need to deal with the fact that you're crazy." And he's like, "Aha, but finger." And he goes, "Ooh, finger." So everything else, finger equals every crazy fucking thing that you said prior to this. True. (laughs) It kind of does. I mean, it it does, but it would sell me that fast yeah i'm pretty gullible would you just give up on reality <laughs> that instantly well, kind of if i'm
1: looking at a severed finger that's still alive and a puddle of yellow pudding I guess- <laughs> like none of that makes any sense but i'm looking at it like obviously like where yeah. else would you get that so yeah i kind of think i would believe him.
0: you might yeah it i might uh okay It'd definitely
1: be a hard thing to believe but like that's quite the selling point
0: true <laughs> good point Uh, Mike tells him about the tall man's prodigious strength. uh, And they're like, okay, well, then we're not going to go. That mother's strong. That mother's strong. And they decide not to go punch him in the face or whatever. They're like, how about we go to the sheriff? Good thinking. Great idea. Mike goes to the room to fetch his finger. Oh, probably should have kept that finger on him. (laughs) Um, This scene, when he goes to the room, there's a thing going on here that I don't know... I don't know if you have more information than I do here, but there's a there's a prominently displayed copy of Roger Zelazny's My Name is Legion on his desk. Does this... Do you think it was supposed to be like, oh, I kind of borrowed this from...
1: I don't know fuck all what that is, so... So there's a
0: story know. in that book there it's a short story compilation and in i think the last story in it is called Home is the Hangman okay and it's the story of a robot that was created for deep deep space exploration mm-hmm. and it becomes self-aware and then i think comes back to earth for revenge in some way okay i'm unfamiliar with the story i only know the synopsis of yep. it but I'm wondering if it's actually. I've never heard anyone say that it was actually related to the story, but it seems like the kind of like,
1: like Tall Man was to to a different yeah, world, coming yeah, yeah. back for yeah, possibly. I don't. Yeah. It, but the answer again, to answer your question,
0: no, I cannot extrapolate. No one, was, no I, one I has. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering if that was like in the commentary because I didn't listen to commentary. Oh, I I didn't either. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. No. Okay, well then, fooey on all that. Okay. So, I just watched
1: this on Amazon at work instead of even my tape this time. Like, I don't have a commentary.
0: It's a good thing that nobody at work listens to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that nobody a, listens to this podcast. It's
1: a good thing I can watch movies at work.
0: Actually, it really is.
1: I'm working right now.
0: Nice. You're doing a great job.
1: Yeah, just, that's why I got to keep checking my phone just to make sure nobody's like, Um, hey, we need you.
0: We had so many technical difficulties before yeah. this thing started. It was insane. Um, Like, everything kept breaking, and I had to drive home... To get an extra DAW to, to connect to the system. And as I was coming back, the roads were like shut off everywhere coming back here. Yeah. And I basically went all the way around and then had to go the wrong way up the street. Oh, damn. And I was like, I hope nobody's looking. Yeah. So we did it all for you to talk about Phantasm. And so we're going to keep talking about Phantasm. Um, okay. Okay. So now, uh, when Mike opens the box, the fingers transmuted into this horrible little fly monster <laughs> that looks uh, pretty ridiculous. It looks very uh, Henson-esque, it, like kind it, of a it, kind oh of my- a low-budget uh, Jim Henson fly, yeah, yeah, yeah like.
1: <laughs> almost friendly looking almost like a almost like something yes. from the labyrinth that'll like sing exactly. you a little song and tell you how to go the wrong way absolutely <laughs> like
0: it, it's menacing in the way that like labyrinth monsters are menacing yep. like they're they're out to get you but they're also gonna like sing to you in a yeah. major key <laughs> so yeah weird Um, but it would been great if you had a little top hat <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of what it looks like like it, it's fuzzy in the way that like Uh, The fabulous furry freak brothers like it's got like that kind of like cartoon fuzz like it's got a -hmm. a cartoon hippie beard. Yeah, it's a weird looking little monster, but they fight it. They do a lot of great pantomiming with a shirt that's caught the the fly and they're like they're like, oh quick we gotta get it to the garbage disposal. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we've wrestled it in and pushed it in there, turned it on, okay. Oh, we, oh. We've totally killed it. Oh, everything's fine. Yeah. Reg shows up and they're like, Yeah, we just totally killed a monster and then it flies <laughs> out of the drain and it attacks Reg and then they wrestle it again, and then they finally get it in the drain. And this time, for sure, they're like, okay, now okay. we know for positive it's dead.
1: And Reg is just like, hey, what the hell's going on, man? <laughs>
0: Reg is the chillest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because of the ice cream. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I can do you get the jokes, so I can too. do fucking awful puns, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. So... Um, Jody decides to leave <laughs> leave his jumpy kid brother alone with a shotgun, and the local ice cream man. <laughs> this 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 is weird
1: too. Like, not yeah, what?
0: not great uh, brother parenting. Why wouldn't here. they just team
1: up here? Why
0: not all go together? Yeah. But uh,
1: no, only I go crime. You stay here. <laughs> yep.
0: I mean, for all it's worth, it's like they had this plan to go to the sheriff. Yeah good plan I'm glad they didn't but I mean (laughs) sure I'm I'm absolutely glad they didn't that would have been a complication that would have caused boredom and nonsense but the fact that the the fact that the fly is dead and the finger isn't there in the box and all of that stuff it doesn't matter call him and say that he's fucking dealing heroin or something like I'm glad that it didn't
1: go that route though like because that's what would have happened they would have been like, oh, we had this finger in a and You guys are talking oh, crazy. Boy. And then they'd go interview the tall man, and he'd be like, these men broke into my house, and I'm <laughs> a noble businessman. And would be like, all right, we're done here. And we would have just been like, yawn.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. And instead, we get more weirdness. Um, so there is, there is some, like, pointless crap, whereas Jody basically breaks in the same way that Mike did. Yeah. He goes down into the cellar. And he's like, all right, what's going on here? And he gets a little light, and he's like looking around, and then we get a crazy little little goober behind him. He's mm. like, oh, shit, goober. There is a goober. Jumps down, bites him on the neck. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to turn into a goober when the moon well, is that's full. That's
1: what I was wondering, too. They didn't go that route either.
0: No. Like, <clears throat> you have to crush these guys, because they're not supernatural. What, the thing that's weird about this whole thing is that this is a, this is an alien invasion story. Yes. This is a Plan 9 from outer space. This is more a... But we don't know that they're crushed down
1: humans at this point. So you're just like, oh, is that bike going to make him a goober too? Yeah,
0: That's basically the twist is that this is a sci-fi movie masquerading as a supernatural horror movie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's great because there's enough horror elements that it's still clearly a horror movie. You know, so I don't mind. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, th- this scene terrified me when he finally gets when the little goobers on his back and he's yep. like, oh, oh, oh. and then he's like, okay, well he gets the Colt. Oh, you too. <laughs> I was like, dude, um, are you sure you know what you're doing? Oh boy, Boom. this is a low budget movie, man. Please don't do yeah. this. <laughs> like, oh well, no, is...
1: even even if it, even just thinking like reality, it's right. Like, oh man, that looks like a like a like an accidental oopsie poopsie self-kill right oh, there right. Well, right that's, there, that's yeah. what i mean
0: is like in the movie it's it's dangerous yep. but in real life that is very dangerous and they probably had no business <laughs> having him fire a prop gun that close to his head yep. Like that is bad fucking news yeah. um as the the guy from the explorers and brandon lee and like so many other people can attest to yep. nothing to fuck with um anyway Mike's like, Okay, well fuck this shit and gets out and so this whole scene was pointless. Him going going there was just to get him to a specific point. Yeah. So that he's so that they've separated. Um He gets out, he shoots the shoots the Jawa a couple more times and runs away, and then the Hemikuda pulls up and he's like, Who's driving this? Yeah. It's probably something spooky and it's like, No, it's your brother. You just couldn't Came get to,
1: the door open, I yeah. guess. That's why it- that part seemed a little foolish too. Like. That was
0: weird, but it, <laughs> I mean, I I understand why uh, why Mike's not making any quick moves because he yeah, is cause he training. Had a gun a, he is training a military cult on
1: his face. But I think he would have rolled down the window and been like, "Jody, it's me, Mike." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bam, 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 nothing. Bam, bam. I'm just gonna sit in absolute silence for yeah. a few minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: But we have a we have a crazy car chase that involves Jody leaning out the window and shooting at the hearse with a shotgun. I love it, yeah. Oh, it's great! It's a great chase.
1: I love that he doesn't shoot the tires either. At this point, where he's just like, I'm gonna lay some more slugs in the engine. It's like you might want to just shoot the front tire at that big buckshot. And just- I mean,
0: I the only reason I love the fact that I love that they didn't do it mm-hmm. is because they saved that for per, Mike. Yep. Which I, I loved that. Mike. I loved that part of it. It was good. Yep. Um, okay. So, uh, do, we go, we check the wreck of the hearse after, you know, he shoots it a bunch of times, blows the hood off. It blows up the engine. It hits a tree, explodes, whatever. Um, they go back because it's a movie. They go back to check the wreckage. <laughs> And and they
1: find goobers are driving it,
0: but not just, just, any, not just goober, any goober. <laughs> not just any goober. It's some member of Boston with like really shitty facial hair. Well, no, it's, it's d- Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we know that they're killing. They're taking the bodies of the recently deceased and reanimating them,
1: a la Plan Nine from Outer Space, in in um, in uh, fun size.
0: But, but in fun size, <laughs> which is kind of the opposite, because as we know, Tor Johnson was not fun-sized in nope. any way. I mean, I guess he was fun-sized in a way. It was kind of yeah. fun. <laughs> um, there's nothing more fun than Tor Johnson.
1: Hey, you can go to CoastCityComics.com and get yourself a Tor Johnson G-Fi. Hey, you know
0: you can, because it's always time for go-to-bed <laughs> at Coast City Comics. Um, so, <laughs> he's... So now Tommy is three feet tall and still weighs two hundred pounds. Yeah, he I thought has, that was neat. That is neat. He's been compressed, and he's full of yellow crap. Um, yellow crap's heavy. Also, that they call <laughs> Reggie and they're like, "Hey, could you, uh, could you go get your your ice cream truck? We'd <laughs> I, like to load the corpse of little Tommy into yeah, your freezer. I need to put
1: my dead friend's miniaturized corpse in your kid's ice cream truck." And Reggie's like.
0: Be right there. <laughs> and he's like, he's not going to drip on my ice cream, is yeah. he? And it's like, yes, he yes, absolutely he is. 100% he's is. He's got a
1: giant tree through him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you're not putting him there in two pieces. Yeah. But uh, – they rendezvous back at the house and just we get... just call it frozen custard when you serve
1: it. <laughs> oh. I haven't had a good custard in years.
0: <laughs> oh, nice and creamy. <laughs> um <laughs> we get that weird maid scare where it's like we yeah. get back to the house and what's her name? Myrtle. Myrtle. Myrtle shows up. Hi
1: Myrtle, thanks for your one line. <laughs> Bye. Never see you again.
0: Perfect. Uh now the three heroes are having a fireside talk about everything they've seen. Uh, Oh,
1: fun fact. I read that Mike, the actor playing Michael here, had his back to that fireplace and had to sit there for so long with that fire going that they had tinfoil taped to his back so he wasn't, like, on fire. Yeah. Oh,
0: poor guy. (laughs) Um, This is where we get the sample from, I think, a Municipal Waste song used this (laughs) where he is going to, uh, where Reggie suggests we grab that tall mother. We stomp the shit out of him. Yeah, I know,
1: Reggie's plan's so stupid.
0: Drive a stake right through his goddamn heart.
1: Yeah. We're just going to beat him up a lot, and then he'll tell us what we need to know. Like, wow, Reggie, that is a that's a really smart plan. How'd <laughs> you like, think that up?
0: Reggie's like, how about if we kick him in the balls? Yeah. Huh? You think that'll do it? Yeah. <laughs> As an ice cream man, <laughs> I have a lot of experience with fighting the undead. <laughs> Uh, Reggie is convinced that he's a vampire. I've only fought kids, but I'm sure I could take an adult too. <laughs> I could take at least three kids, so yeah, that's like, that's that's like, like, like one, one adult. adult. <laughs> um, <laughs> stump the shit out of him and drive a stake right through his goddamn yeah. heart. <laughs>
1: that
0: mother's strong. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now Mike's hanging out at an antique store for no reason. We don't. I don't really understand what happened. He's there's, there for safety's sake, right? There's some sort of thing where Jody took him. He like he, maybe this is like his girlfriend that we've never met before or something like that. Again, three hour cut. Runway. Yeah, probably. And so they're like, "Here, go to this, go to this antique store." He's hanging out there, and we have the Pennywise moment where yep. he looks at the photograph and he sees it moving, and it's. It's the tall man back this in This was before it though, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely it was inspired by this gotcha. as opposed to the other way around. Um Finally. Yeah, totally. Um <laughs> it almost forgives the dune thing except that it's like literally the most it's like it's like if he'd said the may the force be with you or something. <laughs> like fear is the mind killer is like the most memorable. He says it a weird way too. So it would be like Hey, force, force for you, right? Yeah, force be, force be strong with you, or something.
1: Always, always think of the force. <laughs> always
0: be, always be thinking about force. <laughs> These are my points in selling. Always yeah. be thinking about the force. <laughs> uh, second prize is you're fired. Um. Third prize is you get cut in half and sent down a chute, like Darth Maul. Uh, okay, so we go back to Reggie driving and uh, his little his little ice cream truck and the Jawa comes back to oh, life. Oh, jeez. I love, there's a bunch of moments in, these, in this movie specifically, but all of the movies, where they're encountering the supernatural in such a way that would drive a normal person out of their mind. Yeah. And they are like, huh, sounds like that corpse came back to life in the back of my ice cream truck interesting good for him yeah <laughs> like what <laughs>
1: they're all um he's so chill they're all what's his nuts uh furlong from
0: brain scan <laughs> yes Ugh. oh man furlong was so chill man oh
1: man so so yeah we found this like our dead friend got like smushed into a compact like three foot tall came back gouver, from the dead, and then he died so he put him in the back of my ice cream truck and then he came back alive when he was stuck in my freezer and i was like Oh, man. I was like,
0: huh. <laughs> sounds like Tommy's knocking around back there. Yeah. Hmm. You would think that at least Tommy's it was,
1: knocking? Tommy's knocking. Oh, my
0: God. Everything Stephen King has yeah. ever done is based on this movie. <laughs> um, so. Uh, he crashes
1: his ice cream truck over it somehow. <laughs>
0: it does. I don't really understand how. It makes but a he cool does. shot. It does. Looks amazing. <laughs> um,
1: then a bunch of kids come up and steal the ice cream.
0: It's the middle of the night so i
1: I love how they don't explain i want to know if any of this isn't a three-hour cut where reggie what happens to reggie after this because right now reggie's gone and we don't see reggie again until he teams up with him later on and he's like i was hiding out in a casket like but you crash in the middle of the road like not in an ice cream truck truck. like where how did you get brought back or who like three-hour cut there's a giant missing chunk here yeah no there really
0: is there's something there's something very strange But whatever happens, it happens. And Mm -hmm. Jody is now falling asleep, and he's back in the mortuary. I don't really know what happened here either. Uh, Again, dream. But uh, the tall man walks toward him, and he's grabbed from behind by ghouls. Mm -hmm. Mike's being driven home by the two girls from the antique the antique store. And they see Reggie's ice cream truck flipped over in the street. Mike gets out to search for Reggie. He opens the freezer and sees a big yellow handprint. Which is great. Pudding print. A pudding print. Uh, He keeps yelling for the girls to drive. He gets back in the car and he's like, drive, drive. And they're like, what? (laughs) Duh. Rive? Why would you want us to drive? We're going to die if you don't drive. Huh. There's a killer outside and you need to Go? Uh Go? and they just, oh shit goober attack and <laughs> they just sit there long enough going duh that they get attacked by a goober uh i assume it's tommy multiple goobers oh that's true multiple goober attack and they and then freaking they throw what's his nuts throw the back window i love yeah, that. yeah that's right they throw him through the back window and, and then they take up. off yeah they're like screw this
1: like, man this thing handles much better than a hearse Bing!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Uh, I mean, do the girls take off, or do the little Jawas take off?
1: I think it's the Jawas, because the girls are just screaming and getting attacked. I don't know. I thought
0: the girls got saved. Oh, whatever. They
1: did at the end. No, we don't know what's going on. Reggie does say he saved them and two other girls, so those girls made it back to the mortuary and were captured, though. In order for him to save it. So how did Reggie get back to the damn mortuary? Though? yeah. That's what I'm saying. His ice cream truck's on the side. He didn't drive back. The Goobers took the the bug.
0: That's weird. And then
1: Reggie did what now? I
0: don't know. Dream. All I know is that Mike's got some great cardio, because he's just, like, left in the middle of nowhere, and he runs home, and he gets there, and he's like, all right, how's it going? <laughs> all right, I'm done. <laughs> just, yeah. I just ran full speed for four miles Oh, to be
1: younger. what are we gonna do now
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um and so he does he runs home just hangs out uh jody locks mike in his room with a screwdriver because he doesn't want him to go fight anymore i guess i've never seen
1: that trick done before it does
0: fucking ruin your door frame does it work i mean it probably would work yeah but i mean you it requires you literally yeah like jamming it in so hard that it actually yeah, yeah. bends the frame and everything. Yeah, no, it would be a very destructive thing to do, but yeah, I bet it would I bet it would work. Although I bet you could probably It's like who's going to get me in trouble for it, my parents? <laughs> <laughs> they're totally they're, they're on another planet right <laughs> yeah. now. They're on another planet harvesting spice or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um yeah. So so then, would this work? He leaves him alone. Well, oh, this? No, I mean it. It <laughs> would work to explode it, but I. I don't. But I don't think he would walk away with a hand. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, although I do remember kids doing this really with bullets.
1: That sounds very scary.
0: Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, Northern Maine. What are you going to do? Yeah,
1: well, I can imagine. <laughs>
0: There's all sorts of dumb shit that went are yeah 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 there. yeah. Um. So, I'm glad you got out of there. I am amazed that I survived, <laughs> survived. the whole place. <laughs> got out.
1: But the, yeah, this this whole scene with the bullet hammer cracks me up because it's just like Jody's gone. He's by himself. He, he's a kid. Jump out the freaking window yeah. or just take that hammer and bash the doorknob off. Like <laughs>
0: Take the doorknob <laughs> off. It's not like your brother's going to hear you. He's left. That's he what left I'm saying. Alone. Like,
1: like, nope, I need to fire a shotgun shell in the house. lucky lucky he didn't hit Myrtle walking by doing the laundry or whatever the hell she was doing whatever
0: she does whoever she is I mean and that's that would have been funny (laughs) ow that would have been funny if he blew his hand off (laughs) yeah yeah he's just like sorry Myrtle and he just runs out the house and that's the only other time we ever reference her Uh, yeah then the the ambulance is at the house taking her out um yep So he yeah, he basically he he's like rolling the shotgun shell on the desk and he's like hmm what could I do with this, and then he thinks about it he puts it on the th- he tapes it to the hammer with a pin, and he makes instead of just like hitting it with the hammer he's like he makes a hammer bullet th- like and those look like one of those cheap doors too where it's like would have just—it's like a hollow core louvre door, what I'm dude. Saying. You could have fucking busted right run through, through, it. through it. You could run through it. Yeah. you could run just through Kool-Aid, it. Kool Aid Man, that shit. dude. But he was like, "This is too cool." I'm. <laughs> it was kind of cool. <laughs> Listen, man, I gotta. I'm in the running for the Darwin Awards, and uh, <laughs> the best lock pick of 1979 award is like in the bag for me, man. It Really is. Uh, so Mike grabs a huge handgun, heads out. But the tall man's outside. Too late. He's everywhere. He's everywhere.
1: He's everywhere. I've been waiting
0: for you. (laughs) And uh, he throws Mike in the back of the hearse. Uh, Mike tries to kick the window out, but he can't. And this is when he uses his gun. And instead of shooting the tall man.
1: Instead of shooting the doorknob.
0: He shoots the. the, You have had this gun on you all this time. Well, I mean, he grabbed the gun on the way out the door. Oh, okay. He went downstairs, grabs the Colt, oh, and then gotcha. he's like, "All right, I got this." And then the tall man's right out there, and instead of trying to shoot him, he's like, "Eh, fuck I it, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna shoot." Shoot a tire to, through the wheel, well. which is smart, and yeah. it works. Uh, and so and he jumps out
1: the back window. He loves jumping out of back windows of cars.
0: Man, <laughs> the days before safety glass were yeah. really fun. Um, you could just fly right through them.
1: God, I used to ride in the back of the pickup truck. Yeah,
0: I remember riding in a city with six other people in the back of a pickup truck, and that was just fine. And there, and a cop came up behind us while we were sitting in there, and he was like, "How's it going?" And we were like, "Great." And we were like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, "I know what you're doing is illegal. I'm really not in the mood for this." Yep. <laughs> uh good times. Uh, Okay. So... Oh, right. The hearse hits a pole and explodes. Like, just, like, explodes. Like, the whole thing was made out of nitroglycerin. It's, like, just massive fireball. Uh, Mike's like, eh, I'm feeling pretty slick now that the tall man is clearly dead and I've (laughs) clearly won the day, so I'm gonna head to the mortuary. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm going to go dispatch whatever's left because I've clearly killed the tall man cut inside Jody futzing with a corpse we find out later that it's the corpse of his dad who was missing who was missing Uh, but he doesn't actually open the coffin he couldn't bring himself to do no, it no he does does he yeah first he opens it but he doesn't look then he opens again oh because I thought Mike was the only one that looked <gasps> oh yeah Mike I think, did that, look, I then think he Jody couldn't yep. bring himself to look that's and then right Mike actually you're did right it. you're right Mike Um, goes, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) The most terrifying thing is nothing. So we, uh, we cut inside and see bright sentinel vision. So that's like crazy red vision of the sphere. Yep. As it's flying around. Uh, Mike comes in and finds the, the coffin that Jody was looking at. He does the scream. Uh, The ball comes around the corner headed straight for Mike and, Jody, this is such a great, such a well-shot scene, too. Like, it's convincing. It's so hard to make one of these scenes, like, oh, yeah. work. And it's just so tightly edited. Everything about it, the timing, the place of the, the position of the ball in space and time, mm-hmm. everything about this just works perfectly. He pushes Mike, Mike out of the way, levels the shotgun, explodes Boom. the the ball into a a, pink smoke yeah just into red mist awesome um mike and jody head down the only uh they find basically the only door that seems like it's in the place
1: what's that weird door with a statue on top yeah spooky
0: door it's got a bunch of weird heads on top of it (laughs) and we get a weird head door yeah we get a reggie banister scare yeah Uh, seriously he claims to have saved a bunch of girls. That's where he says all that stuff. <laughs> <And> <laughs> they head through the door, and it's like stacked with all these creepy black barrels.
1: It reminds me of um,
0: Return of Return the Living, of Dead. Living Dead. It's very Return of the Living Dead, and they're just so disgustingly industrial. There's just something about them that's just horrifying. Yeah, it's,
1: they're nice enough to give them little. Little people. Yeah. Oh man! Like, so you can stare at tuning forks while you wait to go to Dust World.
0: So great, lucky them. <laughs> um, so Jody looks at the barrels and he says, "Gee, dwarfs." <laughs> uh, Mike touches the two posts and remembers being told to to not fear, and so he's like, "Ah, because I'm not fearing." I can jump into this. To another dimension? Where does the fact that he's not afraid fall into this? I oh,
1: don't know. I can't tell if he... But he fucks up and he falls into... He
0: fucked up! Like, it, he was not afraid, and it made him do something stupid that he had to be bailed out of. Yeah, he's lucky. And then, and then Reggie's like, Alright, I'm gonna save everybody, because I thought of this tuning fork thing. <laughs> and that doesn't do anything either so we see we finally see the cutting back we finally see the the actual world the planet yeah yeah it's like a it's a horrible it's like the desert world of Arrakis with Mars sky it's got yeah it's like all dust and looks hot and horrible and awful and we assume that that's where his parents are and they've been turned just like a goober train there yeah what uh, are they doing that was the thing that i wish they had done a little bit more with i wish that they had shown what they were harvesting that there was some reason that they were there you know like
1: well he says they're slaves so they must be yeah i mean bringing
0: these people to their
1: planet to be slaves to do right so they have to walk what? through the
0: desert to get to wherever they're gonna be Makes enslaved. Uh, yeah sure Tower Army of
1: Darkness starts.
0: Well, it just seems like maybe if you have the ability to teleport people, maybe like, teleport, teleport them to, them to them where right they Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Just <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> micromanage your uh, your corpse-crushing uh, initiative here, but I
1: think Peabody shows up. Quiet,
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but I guess, so... <sighs> What Reggie does here, does he save the day or does he ruin everything? I can't tell. I think it's a mix of both. Because it seems like it's hard to tell if like all of all of reality is about to get sucked into this hole. Yeah. Because so he hits the the touches the poles and he's like, "Aha, I'm going to stop them with my hands." And he does, it starts pulling the barrels in, everything gets sucked in. He's like, oh, phew, I got out. He, like, crawls through the room, slams the door, but it's, like, it's still pulling everything in. Yep. And if they'd had the budget, I think it probably would have amityville and gone... Oh, and yeah. Like, sucked into another that dimension. Was,
1: uh, that's it, one thing I remember about seeing this in the theater when they were doing that run. Yeah. Uh, um, was how cool... That sounded with the the vibration of the room. Absolutely, you know, you know, when he mutes it and it just stops for the first time after five minutes, like hearing that in the theater, like, like that was neat. Yeah, it was.
0: (laughs) It's it's great. I mean, it's very early smart sound design. It's Mm -hmm. like the kind of thing that movies are doing only in the last five years that they were doing in nineteen seventy nine. Um, yeah. This is weird. Okay, so this is why... uh, It's hard to tell if it's just windy outside or if we're continuing to have effects from... Oh, I
1: think it's everything from that, yeah. You think all of that is... That's all the windstorm, yeah. Like, shit's hitting the fan.
0: So they're killing the the tall man, but it doesn't matter because all of reality is about to get sucked into this anyway.
1: And tall man's not going to get sucked into it anyway.
0: (sighs) Oh, well. Okay, so... um. (laughs) Reggie tries to save the stabby boob girl, but she stabs him because she's really the tall man. Um, she turns into the tall man who pulls the knife out of Reggie's stomach. And uh, Jody and Mike drive off as the mortuary gets sucked out of existence. Which I love was, that they
1: don't even check Reggie. They're like, "Oh, he got stabbed. Oh, he's dead.
0: He's dead." <laughs> They're like fifty feet away from him. There's he, no going. There's no sense going back. It's a stomach wound, man. There's yeah, a right. Good chance he's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope, he's
0: dead. No, he's dead. <laughs> pretty sure he's dead he got a you tiny go, little so you dagger. Go check
1: for a pulse or something no it's way no, over there he's, he's beyond <laughs>
0: beyond medical science at this point Joey sucks yeah <laughs> so uh yep we see the 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 mortuary flicker and turn kind of red and that's that's our single our signal that it's vanishing yep uh jody basically reveals his master plan to throw the tall man down a mine shaft <sighs> and in typical jody fashion he sends mike alone to the house knowing that there were little weird dudes crawling all over the house before and he's like it might have got sucked up <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a specific magnetic vacuum that only takes stuff from that dimension yeah awesome, you know, like- maybe once all that stuff is done it makes then- as much sense as anything else here sure why not eh. um but uh, Jody takes off and says, I'll be right back. And, you know, scream rules dictate that's a bad thing to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike's like, I'm going to secure the windows. So I'm going to check all of them. Pulls one of the drapes full of tall man. <laughs> tall man smashes the window in. Uh, and this edit is weird because it's like. Mike was right there. The tall man smashes the window and now he's like upstairs creeping around like there's something missing. I guess between I missed that. Yeah, I don't know. What there's something about. that happened between the window smashing in and Mike being like, OK, where is he? Very strange. <laughs> um, uh, he smashes the door in psionically and he says, boy,
1: it's so great.
0: Uh, you play a good game boy but the game is finished mm. you die uh, Mike keeps saying don't fear as he runs through the mud eluding <laughs> the eluding the tall man uh, there's zombie hands grabbing him everywhere in the mud which is great uh, hot booby ladies who want to stab you are hiding out in the woods <laughs> uh he just keeps running the tall man just keeps following he runs past a winorski sign that says danger giant open shaft. who can fall in careful (laughs) deep enough to kill even the tallest man (laughs) um and yeah so he's not tall enough to climb out He jumps over. He jumps over the loose boards. The tall man Wiley coyotes himself.
1: Dude, I wish I wish he didn't hold on for a second. I wish he just fell and they did a goofy scream. Yikes! Wahoo.
0: I wish I wish he just held up a little little sign that yeah, said Yikes, yeah. and then he fell to his yeah. death. Uh, but apparently Jody was here the whole time. Yeah. What the? And F? this was part of the plan. Jody looses boulders. And they fall. He turns into Looney Tunes. Yeah, they fall and they cover up the the mine shaft for the tall man who has so far materialized from out of nowhere, <laughs> dematerialized whenever he wants to. He is clearly not bound by any earthly rules. No. And they're like, "Well, that does it." <laughs> and I just
1: want to know how did Jody move those boulders?
0: That giant one that covered it was he's, enormous. He's got. He's been like lifting. Weights. Oh, oh. Yeah. Let's get... Do
1: you even lift, bro? Yes, I do.
0: Yeah. I've been lifting rocks. But um, yeah, that's like that's like a freaking bulldozer boulder yeah, that, that he is... moved. <laughs> <But> <laughs> With it was, nothing. Uh, but it was also perfectly round. It was like oh, a yeah. meatball. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. I love the idea that there's just a giant meatball-shaped yeah, rock boop. that's right up there just, that just <laughs> fits exactly over the hole. Mm-hmm. Dream. Dream. Uh, and it is. He wakes up. The whole thing was a dream. Ugh. Reggie's alive, but Jody's dead, which is the weirdest twist. So weird. He's like, "Don't you remember? It turns out that I was the one that lived, and Jody died." Yeah, I was like <laughs> what? So there wasn't
1: any other guy. That Jody died actually at all.
0: died in a car accident the year after his parents died. Wha- what? Wow! This these revelations are intensely bizarre. So he and Reggie have a tender moment. Hey, they're gonna go on a road trip. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna forget about all of this dream that seems like it was like a year of your life. Um we're gonna go I'm gonna play some tunes that don't match the soundtrack and mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome. And the tall man is in Mike's room and pulls him through the mirror. I've
1: one of my peeves of this is I love when he shuts the, the mirror door and you see the tall man there. Yeah. But at the same time, the way it's lit always makes me think the tall man's hanging on like a coat yes wreck you know what i mean yeah he seems like
0: he's he seems like he's hanging from a yeah the shadow of it looks like he's hanging a lot of times the tall man looks like he has a coat hanger in the back of his clothes and is hanging on a wall that's exactly what the end looks like i don't know why that is it drives
1: me batty every time i see it Like, like
0: it's as though he was like in his closet and he opens the door and it was like Ah, hi. Hi, Mike. I've just been hanging around waiting for you. (laughs) Bunch of the jocks hung me up here. (laughs) Turns out... Tall man the high school (laughs) year. Turns out that some of those little guys that I shrunk, they were on the wrestling team and they've been pantsing me. They're totally dominating me in front of the other little jawas. It's really embarrassing. (laughs)
1: Could you uh, help me down? (laughs) Boy!
0: (laughs) Give me a hand. Boy! (laughs) Oh, shit. That's Phantasm, man. It's Phantasm. One of my favorite films. I also
1: love it a bunch. And yeah, I was super psyched to get to see it in the theater. Yeah, uh, We were talking about this before the podcast started f- probably like 10 years ago now yeah
0: it was forever ago yeah again but it was time like one n- no one sense. night one night
1: showing here in Portland at the Nick
0: one night only yeah it's a delight thank you JJ Abrams for 4king this thing for us it's mm. it it looks great i I would not go back even though some of the effects look hokey because of it i I just I think it looks stunning and in a way that like so many of these movies are hurt by it i think it's just so clear the talent that coscarelli has when you see how good it looks when they fix it when you're when it's something where you notice one or two scenes what that means to me is that holy shit only one or two scenes out of a hundred scenes yep you're like then you clearly did your job in the '70s per- when you were making this. And I
1: personally just didn't even care about the 4K shit. I just wanted to see Phantasm on the big screen. Yeah, and, and loved it. Like, yeah,
0: it's yeah. great. But I mean, part of part of that treatment is the soundtrack and how mm-hmm. how sweet that soundtrack sounds and how that sound design really comes out when you get those like digital dead stops and like all that stuff that yep. isn't you know wasn't possible hundred gotcha. percent back then. Um, uh, yeah. God damn love it phantasm again i don't really know what the story is nobody does and and you're right nobody really does know what the story is and even when even when they were like okay here's part 2 uh, this doesn't really match with anything but whatever it's yeah. but it it really fits into that whole continuity of 80s movies that were like we're going to make a part 2 well we killed everyone off yeah i don't know i guess we didn't and yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> uh okay what do you mean but Jason's dead? I don't fucking care. Yeah, right, that's great. Well, yeah, but at the end of Evil Dead that no fuck you. Yep. <laughs> nope. Who cares?
1: Magic spell lightning bolt. I don't give a shit. Just yeah, bring it back. It's
0: <laughs> Which brings me to Man, that's great. Like I don't think people are willing to do that shit anymore. I think that too many comic fans are in charge of things where yeah. they're like, mm, don't you remember that in issue one twenty-four <laughs> he lost his lightning powers? Yeah. Um it's like fuck you, man. Just do it. Spray Just unpacked. do whatever you want. <laughs> Ash is alive again. Ash is, you know, has no memory of the, the cabin. It's not a sequel. It is a sequel. It's <clears> both yeah. awesome. Perfect. You know. And and that's exactly what Phantasm 2 is. I would okay. I would love to do that movie Let's as well because God damn it! Like I love said that I, one. I think
1: I'm gonna I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. Big and game part play.
0: three, I remember being disappointed with it at the time, and I don't think I've seen it since. So
1: I just do a Phantasm marathon here.
0: Man, th- does that mean we have to do Oblivion? Or th- what, no, not, not Oblivion. What's the What's the fan one? Fan the one that was made by fans. Oh, I have no idea. It was like they made a fourth one that was supposed to fix all of the continuity problems. Oh, really? I have no idea. And it used all sorts of footage from the first one that wasn't, uh, that was never released.
1: I was just talking about going through one through five. Just a
0: Yeah. i am be into it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. We're doing Phantasm. Hope you guys like Phantasm. (laughs) Because you're going to get five of them. All
1: aboard the Phantasm train. Choo-choo.
0: Woo. I'm, I'm super excited. Again it's everything's downhill after part two because it's the most like like just grossly adrenalized version (laughs) of the movie you could possibly do i'm excited for it now the second you saw him saw off the four barrels of that shotgun you were like okay (laughs) (laughs) all right i see where we're going now (laughs) you You don't give a shit (laughs) uh awesome yeah well that was phantasm thank you for listening uh follow us at funbox monster podcast and at coast city comics buy some stuff from coast city comics if you enjoy this thing like a tor johnson t-shirt like hey or a funbox monster podcast t-shirt any of those things uh i apparently need to reprint the funbox monster podcast t-shirts because we seem to be sold out of them yeah so uh i will do that i
1: couldn't even find one when i was making a cool tease video for my facebook group video vagrants you should all check
0: out Excellent. Yes, do that as well, uh, and thank you so much. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will see you again next week with more Phantasm. Yes. Good night.
1: Paces. <laughs>